When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A great family vacation doesn't last a day, a night, or even a week. It stays with you year after year. This summer, plan a trip to Great Wolf Lodge Indoor Water Park Resort, where every second is packed with adventure and every memory is one for the ages. Howl side-by-side side down giant water slides, play indoors and out, or watch your children's face light up at the log cabin inside their hotel room. Seasons come and go, but Great Wolf memories will last a lifetime. Visit GreatWolf.com for details on how to save up to 30% on your summer getaway. New England Patriots coverage on CLNSRadio.com. We want to hear from you, so call in right now. The phone lines are open, 929-477-2386. What's going on, Pats Nation? This is the CLNS Radio, Wiggly Patriots post-game show, and we are here to talk about free agency that's been going on. I think we're on day four right now. Host Marvin is on. I also got my co-host Mike Nice who will be joining in with us and Mike Alonji. Mike, it's been a crazy free agency so far. The New England Patriots have not missed a step. They have been busy. When I tell you guys, the Patriots from day one have been making a lot of moves and we are looking forward to to hear from you guys as well. So make sure you do call in. Let the Blue Apron call lines are now open. Get free meals with free shipping by simply going to blueapron.com slash Patriots. So you can call in at 929-477-2386. That's 929-477-2386. Alonji, I'm just going to, you know, go down the list right now and talk about some of the agency transactions happening so far with the New England Patriots. On March on March 10th, the Patriots acquired Dwayne Allen, the tight end from the Indianapolis Colts. They traded their fourth round pick and got Dwayne Allen and a sixth round pick in return. Also, they signed the you know the coveted cornerback this free agency, Stephon Gilmore, and they re-signed Deron Harmon on March 10th as well, and re-signed the tight end Michael Williams. Then the following day, yesterday, the big news that, you know, broke broke the news real quick is Cooks is now a New England Patriots. Patriots traded away their first-round pick and third-round pick for Brandon Cooks, and they also got a defensive lineman in Coney East from the North Carolina Panthers. And I also believe they got a defensive lineman, this defensive lineman, former What's his name? Lawrence Guy. So those are so so the transactions that the New England Patriots have done, and there's a lot here. That you know, usually this is this is a weird territory for Patriots fans, seeing all of these moves happen so early in free agency. When Patriots usually like to sit back and wait, you know, get a veteran here and there, not too many moves, but they're Belichick was 
complicated when he said no days off this year. Yeah, he he wasn't kidding. You're absolutely right, Marv. Um, you know, I was not expecting. You know, Stephon Gilmore kind of came out of nowhere. I wasn't expecting that. You heard kind of rumblings about Brandon Cooks, maybe. You knew they were going to go after uh, a tight end because they're most likely going to u- lose Martellus Bennett. But just kind of the the rapid fire way that that they were that they just kept making trades, making deals. They made signings. Uh, the Patriots don't have a, a pick in the first two rounds of the draft right now. But that's that's right now. That's today on March 12th. I mean, tomorrow Bill Belichick could go out and trade whoever and maybe get a first or second round pick back, and then all of a sudden, you know, that they got a pick in the first round again. So it's it's been really impressive just to kind of see the way that Belichick has manipulated um, what you can do at this time of year. You know, a, a lot of I've noticed a lot of writers around have noticed you know. He doesn't really – not a lot of teams utilize the trading players for picks around free agency time. They usually go for the big splash, the sign in free agency. Bill Belichick is one of the only coaches who is, is trading for guys almost like free agency, but he's trading away picks for them. Uh, and just the way he's been able to do it and get such good players. I mean, look at who we've got. We've got – you know, they got Coney Ely now who – if you remember from Super Bowl 50, he was a monster game. A, a world leader in Super Bowl 50. So, I mean, he was unbelievable. So getting a guy like that in here, obviously you get a guy like Brandon Cooks, who is one of the top receivers in football, great receiver. Um, throw him in the system with all the other wide receivers you have. And you just, you know, that's horrifying for every defensive coordinator. Dwayne Allen, who can catch the football, but is also a fantastic blocking tight end. Um, and then you added a, a Pro Bowl corner in, in Stephon Gilmore. So, I mean, all around. And they could still sign Hightower. They could sign Hightower tomorrow. You know, so it's, it's, it's been really impressive to see what he's been doing. The Patriots have revamped their team. And like you said, Hightower, we're, we're crossing our fingers. Patriots, you know, make a deal with Hightower. And, and we all forget we're going to get Grok back as well next year, you know, starting the season off too. So this team – is looking. It's like I heard say the rich just keep getting richer, and the Patriots are playing chess while everyone else is playing checkers. What's going on, DJ Mees? I'm finally able to hop on air after getting through my my difficulties, but I'm finally here. Um, right, got man. a chance to listen. Got a chance to listen to what what Alondra and yourself have been saying so far with the fact that the Patriots have made a lot of moves. Uh, so far this offseason, bringing in guys Coney Easley, Braden Cooks, Stephon Gilmore, Dwayne Allen. Patriots have been making moves. And honestly, one thing's for sure, you know, the draft hasn't even come up yet. Uh, there's still a lot, a lot of offseason to go. One thing is for sure that the Patriots are not done. You know, they still have moves to be made. Uh, I know you guys have probably already touched on or, or haven't said yet, um, hopefully, you know, something gets worked out with Dante Hightower, and he's definitely back with this team in 2017. Uh, everybody still has their fingers crossed um, for Malcolm Butler and hoping that he can he can be a part of this team next year as well, uh, despite the moves that the Patriots are making. But in the bigger scheme of things, all these moves that the Patriots are making, like you just said, the rich keep getting richer. Uh, a lot of people saying, how are the Patriots able to – pull off all these moves and get all these guys and just make this Super Bowl contending team even better. I think what this just goes to show me 
with, you know, the organization and Bill Belichick, they, in a sense, know they have a window. Not saying like, you know, in a couple, five years, 10 years, you know, I don't know. Not saying that the picture is going to suck soon. But they have, they realize that they have Thomas Brady, a.k.a. the GOAT, as their quarterback. And, you know, assuming that he's, he will return in 2017 playing at the same level that he's played in, you know, last season, the last couple of seasons, they believe in him and that he can lead this team as he's been the leader over the last, you know, 15 plus years. They want to put, and this is something I've been saying, you know, for a while now, put the best team possible on the field while you have Tom Brady and win as much as possible. Obviously that seems like the case and it never seemed so relevant as it does so far this off season with all the moves the Patriots have made. Which move is the biggest move so far do you think that the Patriots made? Which one really caught your eye? Like, wow, this is a game changer. Uh, I mean, a lot of the moves, especially with the guys I just listed, they all kind of, kind of as a kind of a shock to me, especially offensively. Um, getting Dwayne Allen, obviously that that signaled the end for Martellus Bennett. I know a lot of people are hoping, you know, Martellus Bennett would would want to come back to the Patriots. You know, in a, it's in a similar fashion. He kind of pulled uh, uh, Darrell Revis. You know, he got his chip, but now he's looking for more money. Uh, it's pretty similar to what Revis did. I mean, it's kind of confusing in a sense, but at the same time, you understand these guys want to make a lot of money, um, and the Patriots are not a team that's willing to spend top dollar for a guy if they feel like they don't want to. So getting Dwayne Allen, you know, was huge to me because obviously Martellus Bennett, you know, not many tight ends in the NFL can pr- produce, you know, great numbers offensively like Gronk and Bennett. Um but having Martellus, uh, having Martellus Bennett last year was huge. Then you get a guy like Dwayne Allen, who you know he's one. Of, he's he's a great tight end. He's he's a, he's a pass catching tight end, and he can really you know fill in and in a sense seem like Martellus Bennett never left. Or Patriots again will have another season where you know they hopefully have two healthy tight ends uh, moving forward. And also Braden getting Braden Cooks because. You know, a lot of a lot of the times over the last couple of years, one thing we said about the Patriots and wide receivers, oh, they need to get a wide receiver. They need a deep threat. They need to draft to do a better job drafting wide receivers. And this is the first offseason in a long time, you know, coming into the offseason, that I don't think a lot of people were stressing over um, wide receiver and, and hoping that the Patriots can do what they can uh, to, to, to shore up that position. You know, you felt really comfortable with the fact that you know, you'll have Hogan, you have Edelman, uh, most likely have Amendola, and then you have a young up-and-comer like Mitchell who will be there, and everybody's assuming Gronkowski will be fully healthy going into next season. So, you know, you didn't really have too much worry about wide receivers. But then you get Braden Cooks, and it's like, wow, now you're just adding another weapon to, for Tom Brady, which just makes things even more interesting heading into the season. And now Brady... Brady already does a pretty decent job at passing the ball around and getting up, keeping everybody involved. I mean, obviously you'll have those games where Gronkowski or Edelman has like 15 targets or not, whatnot, but now you adding <laughs> Braden Cooks to the field. If you look at the field next year for the Patriots, Tom Brady will be lined up under center and he'll have possibly Edelman, Hogan, uh, Cooks, and Gronkowski all on the field and, and possibly Dwayne Allen. That's pretty Crazy. good. That's pretty good, maybe even better than what you had last season. 
because now you know Edelman's already been always been a number one tie, uh, wide receiver, number one option for the Patriots over the last couple of seasons. Cooks, you know, has has been, you know, playing with a guy in in Drew Brees, who, you know, one of the top five quarterbacks in the league in my opinion right now. Um, so he comes and now he's playing with Tom Brady and putting up the numbers he's used to putting up. This is a guy who, you know, in two thousand and and 15, 84 receptions, 1,000-plus yards, nine touchdowns. And then his, his stats in 2016 were pretty much similar. You know, 78 receptions, 1,000-plus yards, eight touchdowns. You know, this is a guy who's been producing with the Drew Brees over the last couple of years. And now he's playing with Tom Brady? Like, come on. I mean, it's, it's just it's, – it's, it's possibly even better than what the Patriots had offensively last year. And then I love what they're doing defensively. Um, adding in guys Gilmore great pickup you know a lot of people me personally I've always been shaky on Logan Ryan obviously towards the end of the season in the postseason he played much better he stepped up you know had big games for the Patriots but I was never a big Logan Ryan fan so now you get Stephon Gilmore and hopefully fingers still crossed that they'll work something out and Malcolm Butler will also be back um, now you're talking about possibly a team that has two of the best you know cornerbacks in the league and can really do a good job at locking down opposing teams threats and not all the not all the the focus will be on what Malcolm Butler is doing now you have two guys who who you can who you can look at you know kind of like uh the Denver Broncos you know they have Harris over uh Harris Jr. over there along with uh Tlaib you know that great combination now the Patriots have something similar as long as uh, Malcolm Butler is back so I love what they're doing. One thing I always want the Patriots to do as long as they have Tom Brady, keep shoring up the offensive line. That's one thing I keep asking for. Keep shoring up the, defense, uh, the offensive line as much as possible because, yes, Tom Brady's great, great arm, great accuracy, good vision, but he's not mobile. He won't be running in the pocket, and he's an older guy. And what you want to do is protect him as much as possible. So, you know, like I said in the beginning, there's a lot of offseason left. Still got to get through the draft. You know, still free agents out there that you may want to look at. So as long as they do everything to protect Tom Brady in the pocket, <laughs> honestly, I know we're jumping the gun. It's only freaking March. But the team that they're setting up to have for the 2017 season, Super Bowl 52, look out. Hey, Mike, you did a great job, you know, dissecting <laughs> the, the new teams, that the new players in this new system that they're going to, um, you know, enter. And we're going to talk a lot more about these free agents. Once we come back in here, but work from our sponsors. The workers who have succeeded in this new economy are those who know how to decide for themselves how to spend their time and allocate their energy. They understand how to set goals, prioritize tasks, and make choices about which projects to pursue. People who know how to self-motivate, according to studies, earn more money than their peers, report higher levels of happiness, and say they are more satisfied with their families, jobs, and lives. The preceding excerpt is from Charles Duhigg's The Power of Habit audiobook, published by Random House Audio. Audible is the leading source of audiobooks online, and to get access to audiobooks such as this, along with a free 30-day trial, log on to audiblepodcast.com slash try now. 
thanks to everyone who downloaded the CLNS Radio New England Patriots postgame show, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and of course, the free CLNS Radio mobile app. Another game is in the books for the four-time Super Bowl champions. Before you know it, another week of football will be upon us, and we here at the Patriots Beat Podcast will have you covered. We'll provide the most in-depth breakdown of the most recent Patriots game, reaction to all the transpirings throughout the week, all while looking ahead by providing a featured interview as we go behind enemy lines of the Pats' next opponent. It's all on the Patriots Beat Podcast, powered by CLNS Radio, released every Friday morning at 5 a.m. Eastern Time on clnsradio.com, iTunes, Stitcher, and of course, the CLNS Radio mobile podcast app. And we are back. This is a free free agency version of the CLNS Radio New England Patriots post-game show. A lot of moves that have been happening all throughout the NFL, and the Patriots are in the thick of things, you know, making plethora of moves, getting big names on this team, something we're not used to hearing coming out of New England Patriots camp, especially this early in free agency. And now we're going to enter our segment, Tyler Chadeau. Tyler Chadeau, CLNS Radio, video correspondent, youtube.com slash CLNS Radio. Tyler, good to hear from you again. How's everything? Everything is great, guys. It is so nice to be back on the show. Uh, hope all has been well with you guys. And uh, didn't think we might have uh, too much to talk about when we first scheduled this like a month ago. But we have some stuff to talk about. The Patriots, the Patriots have made a big impact already, and uh, it's just the start of free agency. So, Tyler, you're, you're, you're in your house. You get the notification. Patriots get Brandon Cook. What's going through your mind? I just was happy that, one, Malcolm Butler didn't get traded. But it is just pretty shocking that they made this move, and it's really exciting to see that they are definitely – really going into win-now mode. They've always kind of been a win-now team, but they are really uh, working on surrounding Brady with people to make his job as easy as possible. Uh, being the greatest of all time, he still is human, and he still will age eventually. And they want to be able to give him the best opportunity to win now because we really have no idea how long this is going to last. He says he wants to go another five years. I'm thinking maybe another two or three. But we all know that the NFL can change in an instant, and maybe one hit could change everything, but they really are loading up on Tom Brady. This offense is going to be scarier, and I definitely think it's going to be better than last year's offense. I like I like what you said just now, the fact that, you know, obviously, even though Tom Brady is the greatest of all time, he's still human, and he will age eventually, and the Patriots want to give him all the weapons possible for him to exceed. You know, obviously, last year, you thought this offense was pretty much good to go, Edelman, Hogan, Amendola, Bennett, Gronk. But now you got another weapon in, in Braden Cooks. I just wanted to ask you, what do you think he adds uh, to this offense? Obviously, he won't be putting up the same numbers that he has been uh, with the Saints. But what what does he bring to this, this team in the offense, in Brady's weapons? It just gives them uh, another threat that I feel like Cooks doesn't play the type of style of receiver that the Patriots have. Uh, obviously, Amendola and Edelman are two pretty uh, good slot receivers, and that's uh, their main positions of the team. But he just adds just such a different type of threat to the team. And uh, just really also the addition of Dwayne Allen as well. He pretty much is replacing what 
Martellus Bennett didn't. I hate to see him go as well, but if Dwayne Allen and Rob Gronkowski can keep up, that might be a better pairing and Bennett and Gronkowski, and everyone thought that was scary. Allen and Gronkowski, even though they both have injury problems, if they both could stay healthy, I think it's an even better tandem than last year. And it just I, – I don't know how – I think they are going to be – Maybe one of the best offenses in the league next year, if not the best, like ever of all time. This is something. If all goes 100% right, they could make they could break records. So Stephen Gilmore is the cornerback. Came out of nowhere. We didn't really know the Patriots were going to go after a guy like him, but they signed him day one. And for the part, it's looking like he's going to be paired up with you know Malcolm Butler. Have that you know one-two punch like they tried to do with Revis and Browner back in 2014. How successful do you think that pairing can go, and why do you think the Patriots went out to, to go get a guy like Gilmore? I honestly have no idea they went out to get a guy like Gilmore. I thought they would be trying to replace uh, Logan Ryan because I believe everyone thought Logan Ryan was leaving regardless. He wanted to get paid, and I thought it figured we picked someone up that He's solid, but like definitely would benefit from playing with the Patriots and maybe could make a name for himself here. But we went for just a high-end free agent that the Patriots really never seemed to do. And I'm just still happy that Gilmore and Butler are on the same team. I feel like that's going to be even better than the year before, even though Logan Ryan did step up at the beginning, uh, at the end of the season, and especially in the uh, playoffs. I just – it. It's really shocking that uh, the Patriots would do something like this, but they're really changing the method of this team. Instead of building up with the picks that they usually acquire from players, they are now spending those picks to get players to surround this team with as much talent as possible, and that's even on the defensive side too. They could still get Hightower. They could still make more signings. That's the scarier part. This is saying a lot, obviously, because other teams are going to make moves that are going to improve their teams as free agency continues. You don't know where certain free agents are going to go, but it is looking like the Patriots are really trying to build up something very special next year. Absolutely, 100%. And speaking of Hightower, who you just mentioned, I just saw a notification uh, courtesy of CBS Sports that the Patriots and the Jets are leading the pack as the ones trying to sign Dante Hightower. How important is it to the Patriots that they lock him up long-term and make sure he's a Patriot uh, for, for seasons to come, knowing the productions he's had, you know, especially last year and since he's been on the team. How is it important that he returns to this team? I think he, if the Patriots don't do anything the rest of this offseason except for sign Dante Tower, I would be very happy with that because he is really the, he's the defense of, he's the heart of the defense. He, uh, picked up where Gerard Mayo left off when he retired, and he took over uh, the defense and obviously made big plays. And, again, another health issue. So if, it's not surprising if the Patriots don't pay him that much because, well, if they lose him because they don't pay him enough because he has struggled with injuries in the past, and that has been something that has limited his time with the Patriots. But I think he is the most important piece to sign and hold up for a long time because he just brings like the passion, the energy and the defense that the team needs. 
And Malcolm Butler, obviously, I think could lead the defense too. But his future is in jeopardy too because what are they going to do? They just paid uh, Gilmore the money that they could have used to sign Butler for three years. So that's why you just have no idea what this defensive landscape is going to look like by the when August rolls around and they're starting training camps up. It's just – it's going to be a good defense, but it will be a great defense. Dante Hightower, sir. You just touched on something that I want to speak on. Speaking on Malcolm Butler and his contract, we know that, you know, Patriots, he's a restricted free agent, so they, they signed him up for the $3.9 um, And doesn't this seem like a slap in the face of Malcolm Butler, a guy who won us the Super Bowl, has played well, doesn't complain, and all of a sudden you get a, you get a free agent, you give him a five-year, $65 million contract, and you're over here just getting paid $3.9 million. I it is honestly a very bad sign of disrespect. I just really hope that this just pushes Butler to another level. If he ever needed to be motivated more, like sign someone else, and he has to play out of his mind just to prove to the league, to his teammates, to even Coach Belichick, maybe that maybe it's just all a mental game that Belichick's playing to motivate Butler even more, even after winning a Super Bowl and having to prove himself after that, which has been. Such an amazing process to watch just this player who was a no-name become a superstar overnight and has worked to prove that he belongs in this league and belongs to be in the top conversation best cornerback. One area. I'm losing you guys. I can't hear you. Can you repeat that? Hello? Hello? Good to go? Yep. Yeah, we're good. We're good. All right. Sorry. Yeah, one area where I want to see the Patriots hopefully make a move and and maybe bring somebody in is obviously at the running back position. You know, we've heard since the the Super Bowl ended pretty much that the chances of LeGarrette Blunt being back next season are very unlikely. He's possible to move on. You know, he's an aging running back and whatnot. You're hoping to see the Patriots go after somebody. Um, you know, there's a number of free agents out there with big names, obviously Adrian Peterson being one name that has been tossed around. What do you think the Patriots will do in terms of, you know, bringing in a running back off a of free agency, maybe go looking at the draft? What do you think their plans are there to kind of replace the Garrett Blunt? Well, at the beginning of free agency when nothing really had happened yet, um, I was expecting the Patriots to maybe go to the draft if they couldn't get uh Garrett Blood to return, but as you said, that is not very likely going to happen. But now that they've made so many trades, I feel like they might be pushing for Adrian Peterson because I believe he said he'd take a pay cut to come here, and uh, I think he would very much benefit as an aging superstar. This kind of reminds me of when they signed Corey Dillon, just that um, older running back that was dominant that could just benefit from having such a talented quarterback in Tom Brady to be able to make his life even easier pairing these two great superstars together would be excellent because the Patriots did rely on their running game, especially, uh, uh, excuse me. Um, Patriots rely on their running game because Garrett Blunt had an excellent season and was able to prove himself that the Patriots can be a running threat. But I feel like Adrian Peterson and Tyler White and just having all these, 
running backs is going to help Adrian Peterson play longer and more efficient in that season. Chiefs have been in the news so much, whether it's guys like Adrian Peterson that you're talking about, creators, or even players of our own like Jimmy Garoppolo has made headlines. We saw what happened when his IG, his Instagram got hacked saying, see you later, Boston. What do you think is going to happen with Jimmy Garoppolo? And do you, would you want him to stay, or do you think to trade for some uh, I would like him to stay, uh, to be honest. No, that's not the best idea. But once they came out with the, once they came out with the, uh, we're not going to trade Jimmy Garoppolo. I honestly am going to believe that because I think that they are also loading up this team for another reason. Where if Tom Brady goes down with an injury, we are no idea if that could ever happen. But if it does, they still have Jimmy Garoppolo for this year with such a strong team that. It may not even matter if Tom Brady is on the field. Jimmy Garoppolo would be an excellent replacement for any injury that Tom Brady could take. And with that talented roster and that offense and amazing defense, if they keep Butler and Gilmore on the same team and sign Hightower, this team is scary to win even if Brady isn't in the picture if he gets hurt. But, again, if they can benefit now from it, especially since they lost two since they lost all their uh, draft picks this year pretty much in the early rounds, I would not mind seeing Garoppolo get traded for some pick because this is a talented draft. Yeah, man. Thank you very much, Tyler. Like you said, it's been a busy past couple of days for Patriots Nation. Something we're not used to, but hey, man, we are not complaining. Yeah, it is good to talk football again. And it's yes. exciting to talk football in New England even more in the agency than I ever expected, but it's great to be back on, guys. Nice talking to you. Thanks a lot, Tyler, man. Take it easy. Have a good one, That's guys. Ty- That's Tyler Chadeau, CLNS Radio Video Correspondent. Follow him on Twitter at CLNS Tyler, at CLNS underscore Tyler. Head on over to the CLNS Radio YouTube channel to check out all of Tyler's great work for CLNS. Subscribe at YouTube.com slash CLNS Radio. That's YouTube.com slash CLNS Want to give a quick shout out to today's sponsor, Blue Apron and my bookie. Blue Apron gives you great food for less than $10 per meal. Blue Apron delivers new seasonal recipes each week along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals at a great price. Check this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash patriots. And my bookie. It's a great spot to place your bets and get a fast payout with no hassles. Join and use our promo code and MyBookie will match your deposit with a 50% bonus. That's right. Join with $100, you get an extra $50 bankroll to play. Use my promo code PATS50 to activate this great offer. That's PATS50, P-A-T-S-5-0 at MyBookie will match your first deposit with 50% bonus. We'll love everyone if they had interest. We use these promo codes as it is a way to support us here at CLNS Radio. Mike, Tyler brought up something real quick that I want to bring up. Dwayne, Dwayne Allen, he said he could be, Dwayne Allen and Gronk could be a better tandem than Gronkowski and Bennett. What do you think? I think when it comes to Dwayne Allen, one thing, uh, that I read about him, you know, early on when when the news first came out that the Patriots were getting him, was the fact that he is a very very good 
blocking tight end. And that's something that the Patriots always look at, you know, when the, when I when I guess over the last, you know, several seasons that they tried to find a next tight end uh, to bring in next to Gronkowski. Obviously, it's good to have that two tight end set, and especially when you have another offensive threat as tight end. But one thing that the Patriots value a lot is a good blocking tight end. And they already get that from Gronkowski when he's on the field. Obviously, we, knows what he, we know what he does when he's in the field and, and Brady's looking for him down the field. But at the same time, the Patriots love the blocking aspect of Gronkowski, and that's all they're looking for. You know, was Bennett really known for his blocking before the Patriots? I don't know if that was really one of his huge calling cards, but, I mean, I think he did an excellent, you know, job. He did it as much as the Patriots expected last season uh, with the team. And I think, you know, obviously – the Patriots are looking for another offensive weapon in terms of what they were looking in in Dwayne Allen. But at the same time, like I said, they wanted a good blocking tight end, you know, not only in, when it comes to the running game, but again, you know, the more protection you can have for Tom Brady, the better. So I think, you know, when they looked at Dwayne Allen, obviously they saw his numbers and what he does when he's on the field and when he's healthy. And I know personally, cause he's been on my fantasy team, a couple of times over the last years, and he's done a great job, again, when he's healthy and he's on the field. But I think at the same time, the Patriots looked at, at what he does in, in, in terms of blocking and felt that he'd probably be a good fit for the team. Yeah, he he came out, you know, in the press conference that he wants to be the best blocker on the team. He's a guy who's not gritty. Just like Benny. Benny was a guy who just did whatever you asked of him. It sucked that, you know, for most of the season, he was hobbled with several injuries, but he through them all. And Dwayne Allen, another guy who's injury prone, as Tyler mentioned, you know, he gets hurt a lot. Him and Gronk want them to last the whole season. It's just you can you can never guarantee that, especially with Gronk. So we'll see how those two work together, but Patriots do not miss a step when it comes to that tight end position. Having a Dwayne Allen who can also go down deep, block, short passes, nice check down guy for, for breaking. <laughs> You already know what Gronk do when he's healthy. So, and it's tough. It's really tough. I mean, as much as we, everybody loved Martellus Bennett. Everybody was so happy when the Patriots first got him, and just to, the way he played on the field, one. But then his personality, you know, off the field, everybody loved Bennett. But at the same time, it's so crazy how his situation is completely pretty much similar to what happened to another great Patriot who was here for a season, got a, got a chip and went looking for the money in Darrell Revis. You know, sometimes when I see players do that, I just, it, it, I just, I'm just so twisted and torn between it because in one way I'm like, how do you leave a team where, you know, you know, is probably going to be back in the Super Bowl. If it's not the next year, you're probably going to be in the AFC Championship. You're going to be there pretty much every year. Why would you leave a team like that, you know, and, and go join a team that probably has no chance of winning anything? That's where the Bennett and, and Darrell Rivas situation differs because Bennett went to the Packers. And, you know, if the Packers can get their stuff together, you know, the Packers can finally – possibly be a contender and make the Super Bowl next year, possibly. So that's one thing that Bennett did. Not only did he probably get he got he got more money, but he went to another contender. But, you know, it's just tough to see him go. I think that's just what it boils down to for me. It's tough to see Bennett go, but I wish him the best because he was a great Patriot during his time. Yeah, it sucks, but I mean the writing was on the wall. You know, but we all we pretty much knew Bennett was gonna 
try to get paid. You know, Patriots don't pay. And we we knew he was coming into Patriots. He said, he said it multiple times. You don't you don't come to the Patriots for the money. You come for the rings. And got one. And he's going to a good team. You know, he tested out free agency. And he's going to the Packers, playing with another great quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. So you can't name the guy. He's going to another good team, another a Super Bowl contending team as well. So Martellus Ben, we wish him the best. He was a great Patriot for sure. Another guy who was a great Patriot, you know, obviously the way I feel about him and, 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 and Ben is kind of different, but Chris Long, you know, Obviously, yeah. what he did, what he did last year, you know, stepping in one season, you know, kind of playing a limited role, filling in here and there, he still did a great job uh, with his time on the field. And obviously, you know, he was very straightforward in, in his reasons why he was leaving the team. You know, he just was looking for a bigger and better opportunity. And obviously, when you're on a team and you play pretty pretty solid football and your team wins the Super Bowl, like Bennett, you know. Teams are going to be looking to pay somebody like that, and if he can go somewhere get you know a bigger contract, and obviously you want to if you're in any sport you want a, a, as big a role as possible, and that's obviously what Chris Long is looking for. I can't blame him for that. He's another guy that you know I wish him the best. I'm thank him for his time. He helped bring a, a Super Bowl to New England, and I wish him the best moving forward. We're now to enter our segment, Terrace the Patriot Beat Podcast, which is released every Friday morning on clnsradio.com and the CLNS Radio Mobile at Harris. Welcome back to the post-game show. It's been a crazy, busy free agency, man. And, oh, guy, we want to talk I want to talk to you about Brandon Cooks. You know, he comes in as that outside receiver threat that we haven't had since, what, 2010 in Randy Moss. But bringing in a guy like Brandon Cooks is going to be an odd man out, whether it's Edelman, Hogan, Amendola, Mitchell, is going to get less looks and not looked at. Who do you think that odd man out is going to be? I unfortunately think the odd man out is going to end up being Chris Hogan. I think the uh, I think they kind of went into the Super Bowl realizing that as good as Chris Hogan is, he's still very limited when it comes to being a total NFL receiver. Whereas Brandon Cooks, I mean, they they just picked up a guy who's 23 years old, already has three full NFL seasons under his belt is a certified playmaker on the football field and is just a monster when you get the ball in his hands. So as good as Chris Hogan is, I think Brandon cooks is kind of the upgraded version of him. But at the same time, I mean, Brandon cooks, I think they're going to try to use him a little bit differently than the saints did. I don't know if they're going to use him, as just this super deep threat. I think they're going to try to use him a little bit more strategically and a little bit more aimed towards kind of what we've seen Julian Edelman turn himself into. Um, I know people kind of look at Julian Edelman and only see a quick little shifty slot guy, but Julian Edelman's turned into a full-fledged outside receiver over the past two seasons. He's not the, the receiver that people think he is. I mean, oh, during the Super Bowl, how many different routes did we see him run? So, I mean, we Brandon Cooks won a Bolitnikoff Award in college simply because he's not only just a deep threat. He's a really good route runner and just a really good receiver in general. So we'll see how they use him. You know, the way the Patriots are, are bringing in free agents, you know, it's something that we haven't really seen the Patriots do over the years, and especially defensively, you know, they bring in, 
you know, Stephon Gilmore. They bring in Coney Early. You know, fingers crossed that they can get, you know, Dante Hightower back. This is a team last year that, you know, especially during the second half of the season and in the playoffs, you're, you're talking about one of the best defensive teams in the league. They make all these moves. You know, we'll see what else they do in free agency and the draft, and hopefully Hightower's back. How much better can this Patriots defense be in the 2017 season? Well, it really depends how the draft goes. I mean, they, they still have a lot of holes on this defense that they need to fill. It really ends up uh, coming down to what happens with Dante Hightower and Malcolm Butler. I personally think Dante Hightower is on his way back. I never thought he was going to leave. Um, he has the fit. He has the – excuse me. Yeah, he has – you know, the, the fit is there. Obviously, the experience is there. There's nothing really that's going to change. With Dante Hightower, I mean, I, I, I thought that his contract forever was going to be five years, $55 million and $30 mil guaranteed. I've said that from the beginning, and I'm sticking by it. So <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens with, with Dante Hightower and the rest of this defense. I think picking up Lawrence Guy yesterday was actually a really good move. He's a really, really good interior pass rusher. Um, the, the sack numbers for him aren't there at all. But the disruption numbers are there for sure. I mean, you look up the amount of times he gets quarterback pressures up the middle, how many times he actually gets hit on the quarterback up the middle. And that's a really rare thing that I think the Patriots have been looking for. Dominic Easley was a guy that was really good at getting that. And Trey Flowers is the same way with the interior pass rush. So I think Lawrence Guy fits right in. But they need, they need, they need, they need another pure edge rusher. They can't just go into the season – with Rob Ninkovich on his last feet and Coney Ely, who hasn't taken the next step. They need another defensive end. So a defensive end is what you think a Patriots should pick up early in the first round or keep looking for in the agency? Well, it really depends. I mean, at this point, they don't have a first-round pick or a second-round pick. They have a really early third-round pick, but... Uh, it doesn't really sound very Belichickian to go into the draft without a pick in the first two rounds. So they're definitely not done making moves. I wouldn't be surprised if you see them um, pick up another DN through trade, maybe, um, you know, because the, the, the defensive end market right now in free agency is absolute crap. I mean, the last guy out there was Julius Peppers. So it really depends on what they decide to do. Uh you know, whether pick up a guy in the draft or try to pick up a pretty poopy guy in trade or free agency, but they definitely need another defensive end. All right, I have another question for you. In the start of the season, week one, who is Tom Brady's number two backup? Goodness, you know, I, I I'm I'm a guy who really tries <laughs> to respect reporters and really listen to them when they're adamant about something. Like when Adrian Wojnarowski says anything, I'll instantly believe him. So I feel like we should all give Adam Schefter that same love. If he is adamant, adamant as as anything he's ever been as adamant about in his career, that the Patriots are not trading Jimmy Garoppolo, then I'm going to believe him. I, I really don't think they're going to trade him. There's not, you know, I thought they were going to give him to the Browns for a couple picks, but they must think he's just the next great NFL quarterback. Because if he was anything but, they would have traded him already. So we'll see. This could either be a brilliant maneuver by Bill Belichick, or this could just be him playing a bluff. 
So I think Jimmy Garoppolo will be the backup uh, at the start of next season. But if they do trade Jimmy Garoppolo, Jacoby Brissett will not be the number two. They will go out and pick someone up to be the backup for Brady. One more question for me, you know, kind of similar to the last one. But Garrett Blunt's most likely gone, you know, at this, at this off season. Who do the Patriots bring in? Adrian Peterson's a name that's been brought uh, thrown out there. Uh, Eddie Lacy's a free agent. Uh, Jamal Charles is also a free agent. These are guys who honestly have are somewhat older, have dealt with injuries. Um, but just like Tyler said earlier in the show, the Patriots have done a good job of bringing in guys like a Corey Dillon years ago and, you know, have them work in the system and probably not make their workload as hard as, as they were in the previous teams. Who is the Patriots' possible next wide I mean, running back uh, in the 2017 season? Well, let me first put, put this to bed completely. The, the New England Patriots are not going to sign Adrian Peterson. <laughs> he's, not, he's not versatile enough. He's not what they like to get out of running back. If they do sign him, it would be totally awesome because we'd basically be playing a giant game of Madden Ultimate Team. True. But unfortunately, we are not playing Madden Ultimate Team. This is real life. So, you know, it's kind of tough. The the running back market out there is pretty barren. Uh, Latavius Murray looks like he's on his way to Seattle. Eddie Lacy looks like he's on his way out of Green Bay as well. But – if it's not blunt, I wouldn't be surprised if they just try to go super young at the running back position and draft somebody. But it's tough. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they just try to bring back blunt. I mean, I know he's looking for a little bit of extra cash, but you can't tell me he's looking for anything more than a one- or two-year deal. So I, I would still expect blunt to be back, maybe for a little bit elevated of a contract, maybe $3 million or $4 million. But I still can't really see them going too much higher than that with any running back they try to bring in. I hear that. Right. It was great hearing from you, man. I just got to ask where's the location right now? I am currently on Sunset Boulevard. Uh, if you are ever in California and you drive down Sunset Boulevard, you'll see this massive glass cube space prison looking building and that is where I'm currently living this is the weirdest building you'll ever see just look up Emerson College Los Angeles and it is just it, it is unlike any building you've ever seen before. Charis is a guy you're the guy man you, you're always <laughs> living good so, man, nice and, and, and warm just having a blast man you're a great guy uh, thanks guys I appreciate it <laughs> alright man uh, take, take care there's the paper Harris of the Pitches podcast here on CLNS Radio. Download the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and, of course, the CLNS Radio mobile app released every Friday morning at 5 a.m. Eastern. We're going to get our final thoughts on this free agency week happened so far after a word from our sponsors. I just want to take a moment to talk to you about Movement Watches. Movement Watches, if you haven't heard of this company, it started by two broke college kids that wanted to wear stylish watches but couldn't afford them. So what did they do? They started their own company. Guys after my own heart, that's for sure. I love young entrepreneurs. As you know, CLNS Radio was founded by a bunch of Celtics fans way back in 2009, and from there we started a, a company that made a career out of it. So we can absolutely relate to the owners of Movement Watches. 
And let me tell you, I purchased the Chrono Gunmetal watch. This watch is so sleek, so cool, black stainless steel, it's light, it's versatile, it's great for dress occasions or even casual affairs. A little bit more about movement watches. They start at $95. I purchased the Chrome Gunmetal watch for under $100. And I know with the watch I purchased, you're looking at $400 to $500 in a department store. So give yourself a big discount off a watch right in time for the holidays. You can get 15% off today with free shipping. And if you don't like the watch, guess what? You can return it for free. All you have to do is go to movementwatches.com slash Celticsbeat. Wait a second, even the name is cool. It's spelled www.mvmtwatches.com slash Celticsbeat. Now is the time to step up your watch game, folks, and I can tell you since I got the Chrono Gunmetal Watch, I've been getting complimented left and right. Get your 15% off, get your free shipping, no risk involved. You can return the watch if you don't like it, and you're also supporting Celtics Beat Podcast and CLNS Radio. Again, go to mvmtwatches.com slash Celtics Beat. CLNS Radio's leading online coverage of the Boston Celtics now even more comprehensive than ever. From the Celtics postgame show to the Guard Report to CSL and to Celtics Beat, CLNS Radio's Boston Celtics news feed provides narrated breaking news, game recaps, and news and notes for the NBA's winningest franchise, all provided in real time. Don't have the time to surf the web or search engines and plunge your head into your computer or smartphone to read up on all the latest on the Celtics? No problem. Multitask while listening to CLNS's Celtics newsfeed. And for the 2016-17 NBA campaign, the Boston Celtics pregame report with myself, Larry A. Trussell, will be released on the newsfeed on game days at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, making it the first pregame report to air anywhere. We will give you a featured interview from someone providing opposing insight, pregame notes, and go on a Celtics draft pick watch, all in just 12 minutes or less. Available on the Boston Celtics newsfeed on iTunes and Stitcher, and the CLNS Radio mobile podcast app. And we are back in CLNS, New England Patriots <clears throat> post-game show, excuse me. And my final thoughts on the offseason so far, four days have gone by and very, very content with, with the Patriots. We're adding a wide receiver, a big name wide receiver, you get Dwayne Allen, Stephen Gilmore in the in the, the defensive end. I'm loving it so far. I'm with you, Mike. I want to see you know us boost up that offensive line some more. You know, Patriots did release Sebastian Vollmer. Get younger, get stronger up there in the front. Get more youth athleticism to protect Brady. And this team is looking really crazy. One. But right now, it's forming up to be one of the most, one of the best offensive teams we've seen the Patriots have in a very, very long time. And it's crazy. I feel like over the last couple of seasons, we've seen that, you know, pretty much through every offseason that the Patriots have possibly one of the best offensive teams we've seen in a while. And same thing we're saying here. But I agree with you, you know, like you just said, which is something I brought up earlier in the show. You know, Patriots are doing everything great in terms of making this team better, but I definitely want to see them, you know, shore up that offensive line as best as possible. You want to protect Brady. I know, you know, he says he wants to play another five years or whatever. Patriots probably think more like two or three. Who knows, you know, how far the time is going to catch up to Tom Brady. Obviously, we want him playing at his best. Um, But at the end of the day, he's still a 40-year-old quarterback, 
Um, and you must have one, the best weapons and options out there for him to pass the ball and make it easy for him. At the same time, you want to have him as protected as possible in the pocket so he can go to work. So that's all I'm really looking forward to. Defensively, you know, keep adding, make the team good defensively. If you want to bring in some more weapons for Brady, be my guest. But at the end of the day, protect this leader of your team, a.k.a. the greatest quarterback of all time. And the Patriots should be good to go for the next, you know, couple of seasons. Alonja, any left? Well, I'm I'm with you guys. I think that they need to keep building. Obviously, it's it's crazy to look at the the moves that they've made over the past few days. And this is most teams' entire offseason signing guys like Gilmore and Cooks and Ely and all these guys. They could still sign Hightower. I think that's probably your number one goal at this point is to get Dante Hightower back in the defense. I'm with Harris. I think that he is a crucial uh, component to that defense. And then Malcolm Butler, you have to figure out something. You have to do something. You either have to pay him a lot of money or you have to trade him to somebody so they can pay him a lot of money because whether he says it or not, he's not happy about having a guy come in from the outside and sign a $15 million a year deal when he's been putting in work the past two and a half years to to be the player that he is. So they need to figure out something to do with Malcolm Butler. And then, again, I'm with Harris. I'll I'll echo this. they don't have a pick in the first two rounds of the draft, so they're going to want picks in those rounds. They're probably going to trade some people away. This is The trades are not over. They're going to try to get draft picks in those first two rounds, maybe not even the first round. Maybe they'll, skip. Maybe they'll just try to get second-round picks, but we all know how much Belichick loves those second, third, fourth-round guys. There's no doubt that he's going to try to go out and get some of those picks back. So uh, long story short, this is not over. There, there's still plenty of work to be done. Bill Belichick is probably sitting down in his, uh, in his office right now, just plotting his next move, and uh, and I can't wait for it. Can't wait either. I'm just looking at my phone, just waiting for another notification <laughs> to come up. Hopefully, hopefully it says High Tower resigns with the Patriots. That's that's my next thing I'm looking forward to. Absolutely, <clears throat> man. All right, this is the post-game show. It will be available for on-demand download by searching for the CLNS Radio New England Patriots post-game show on iTunes and Stitcher, as well as the CLNS Radio mobile podcast app. When you download our feed, you'll also get the Patriots News Feed podcast, our daily news podcast hosted by our content manager, Michael Longi. While you're at it, make sure you check out the Patriots Feed podcast hosted by Harris, which is also available on iTunes, Stitcher, and the CLNS Radio mobile podcast app. You can also check out Tyler Trudeau's video work for CLNS at youtube.com slash CLNS radio. And be sure to check out Charles Russick and Billy Wyatt's written on the Patriots at clnsradio.com. Today's show is brought to you by Blue Apron. Get your first three meals for free with free shipping when you go to blueapron.com slash Patriots. And by MyBookie. Get your first deposit match with 50% bonus. Go to mybookie.ag using the promo code PATS50. Want to thank our guests, everyone who tuned in for CLNS Radio Executive Producer Larry H. Russell, Patriots Content Manager Michael Longi, my co-host Mike Nice, I'm Marvin Azan. See everyone on April 9th for our next off-season show when we get some NFL draft talk in. Yes, sir. And again, this has been the Patriots post-game show powered by CLNS Radio, the leading online provider of audio and video coverage for all New England professional sports. We will talk to you guys real soon. 